Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hello, hey, thanks for tuning in today. It's a uh, it's a great Monday. Had a great weekend, you know. Nothing nothing too heavy, nothing too hard. I didn't uh, wasn't out partying. I didn't have any rock shows this weekend or anything. Went out, uh, had a nice dinner with my wife. We did. Uh, came home early, hung out with the dogs. Hung out with the dogs actually most of the weekend. Went out Saturday to one of our favorite places. In fact, uh, I'm not going to name it because I don't want to get them in trouble. But it's a local place here that actually allows our dogs to come inside. And that's great, especially up here in the Northwest where it's raining most of the winter. So we get to take our dog. I try to take him anywhere I possibly can because, you know, man, they only live. They don't live long compared to us. And I, and I, and I like my dogs, as you know, uh, back behind me, that piece of woodwork over there uh, from Bark and Board Woodworking. I want you to check them out. They're on Etsy if you want a cool custom piece or just one of the stock pieces. He does uh, patriotic. Uh, he does motorcycle stuff. He does dogs. But it's Bark and Board Woodworking, and that is on Etsy. And uh, that's a free shout-out. I'm not getting paid for that. I just like the guy. He has great service. I like his work. We're going to talk about the border today. You know, somehow it seems like if you are if you believe that we should actually secure our border like every other friggin' country in the world, that you're a racist. You know, that's a racist thing to want to secure our border. It's because it's always about race with these fuckers. It's always about division. It's about, you know... It, Every single issue has become so extremely polarizing, racialized, divisive. Every single thing. Because these people, they aren't serious people. And, the, and look, I'm going to be honest, man. A lot of people on the, on the right, politicians, do it as well. And uh, fortunately, we do have somebody who's running this year who is keeping it positive, And that is Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm going to talk about him a little bit today. He was at America Fest. He has some good things to say. Hey, but don't worry, man. I'm still on the Trump train. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay? But here's here's something to think about. Here's something to think about. Trump, 2024, and Vivek, 2028 and 2032. Not just to make America great again, but to make America invincible. Okay? Make America invincible. If we had 12 years of America first patriots in the White House, I mean, Ron DeSantis actually not being, you know, jumping the the Trump train and being the backstabbing bitch that he is, that may actually be a blessing in disguise. Because now, enter Vivek Ramaswamy, who is far more of a patriot, far more America first than Ron DeSantis could ever wish to be. Because to sanctimonious, he will sell out. He will. They will chew him up and spit him out in D.C. He will capitulate to the left just to survive. You know he will. Oh, he's, he's been down in Florida. He's, it's easy to do th- great things in a state when you have a Congress that rubber stamps you, an all-Republican Congress, that basically anything he wants to do, they just rubber stamp right on through and pass it into law. He hasn't had to face any challenges. The only challenge he faced was his re-election when he wasn't doing really well, and Trump had to go in and bail his ass out. Yeah. Trump bailed his ass out. And then the way to sanctus, the disloyal little bitch. I'm sorry. I cannot, you know, I was I had high hopes for him. A lot of us did. We thought, well, hey, maybe, maybe he'll, uh, you know, 
go with Trump for VP in 2024 and then go ahead and become president after Trump. He didn't want to go that route. He refused to accept the path to the presidency was in 2028, not 2024. And so he became the little bitch that he is. And you got people like D.C. Drano out there supporting him. And, jeez, uh, I, I think I forgot to I think I forgot to pull that picture. That's too bad. I'm going to, it's a tweet. I put it out there, D.C. Drano, uh, backpedaling on, because he met Vivek at America Fest. But uh, anyway, so there's my, there's my little DeSantis rant. R- Riley Gaines has some great things to say, man. That, that young lady, man, kudos to her. She is on a crusade. She's being very successful. Uh, Putin, apparently, if you talk, if Putin says something true, then all of a sudden, all the media is talking about how Trump, Trump supports Putin. Trump is quoting Putin. And he quoted him rightfully so because Putin's right. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you that. Lindsey Graham is on the, uh, Lindsey Graham is, he's like a freaking leaf on a tree blowing in the wind. Except he's not even connected. He just floats around wherever the hell he wants. I don't understand why Trump, Trump continues to support Lindsey Graham. I don't know if it's because, uh, because Lindsey Graham can maybe deliver Georgia but he's not even that popular in his own state anymore. So I don't. I guess I don't understand what the uh, what Trump sees in it. But there's something there. So I, I guess I got to trust Trump. But when I look at Lindsey Graham flip flopping on issues, this and that, he and he's a massive neocon. He loves war. He loves that. But he he's not for. He doesn't see anything to impeach Biden for at all. Doesn't think it's merited. Doesn't see any evidence. I'm going to show you where. Just a short time ago, two years ago, in fact, he thought that there was plenty of evidence and that Biden should be impeached. We're going to take a look at that. I have a lot of video today because, one, a lot of stuff happened this weekend. And two, my uh, voice is barely, excuse me, barely hanging on here today. A little bit of a scratchy cold or something going on. So I'm I'm going to let some of the uh, clips do the talking, so to speak. And, and try to save my voice and rest it up so I can uh, give it to you hard tomorrow. Don't think, not like, look, not like in the Senate chamber. I'm not giving it hard to anybody like that, okay? So don't even think that. That How about that, man? We got, we got, in fact, I'm going to just kick off the show with that. How about we, we st- kick off with the, man, this White House, they got, First, they bring in all the TikTok influencers and parade them through the White House. They have the despicable and disgusting and weird Christmas theme and with people dancing through the White House, all these BLM activists dancing through the White House. That dance troupe supports BLM in a big way, by the way, in case you didn't know. And I showed that video last week, so I'm not going to show it again. They, uh, you know, they got people flashing their boobs out on the White House lawn that they invite there. They've got gay sex happening on the, in a Senate uh, chamber. It's they got cocaine being found at the White House. <laughs> I'm glad they the adults are bringing decency back to to Washington D.C. Character is on the ballot. Compassion is on the ballot. Decency, science, democracy—they're all on the ballot. Who we are as a nation, what we stand for, and most importantly, who we want to be. That's all on the ballot. How old are you, 17? And the choice could not be more clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the luggage stealer, the guy who 
steals uh, ladies' clothing at the airport. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, let's jump. Let's take a look at the border here first. I want to. There's a few clips. People have been saying a lot of things about the border, and uh, from. Oh, and by the way, the replacement theory, they're not even hiding it anymore. Stop using the word theory after the word replacement. Just say the Democrats want to replace Americans. The Democrats want to replace American culture. The Democrats want to replace our flags. The Democrats want to replace our statues. The Democrats want to replace the names of our sports teams. The Democrats want to replace every single thing about America so it's unrecognizable as the America that became the greatest empire on earth and has influenced and done more good in this world than any other empire in history of mankind. No, no, they want to change that. And if you're not on board with them and you don't want to change it, well, you're just a racist. I want to speak quickly to the Democrats in the Senate and others who are considering supporting this proposal. If you do so, You will be surrendering to right-wing racism. And more than that, you will be enabling it. Right-wing racism. It's not just racism. It's because everybody knows that leftists aren't racist. None of them are. Even though they founded the KKK, even though they're the ones that wanted to keep the slaves, you know, hey, never mind all that. It's only the right-wing that's racist. We all know that leftists are never racist. So if if we want to secure the border, see, they want to give more money to... Ukraine. Congress is trying to hold the line, but Mike Johnson is kind of the jury's still out there. The jury's still out. They're they're trying to uh, cut a deal where because Republicans we want to secure the border, but if you want to do that, now you are a right wing racist and you're supporting right wing racism. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Man, you are you are something else. I I I, uh, I don't even know where these people get this stuff. I mean, this left is right, right is left. Man, two plus two is five. That's what they have you believe. And women can be boys, and boys can be girls. It's a mixed up world. Oh my Lola, right? Oh, it turned out to be pretty prophetic. Although it wasn't. If I have, I have a feeling if they saw what the world has become today that they would not like it i think that even uh, i think even freddie mercury from queen i think if he saw what was going on today he would he would not like it the, the gay people really don't it's been their movement has been hijacked but i've i've kind of gotten off track here we're talking about the border god dang it um so here we go is is another representative that says you know Tying the the Ukraine, try, I mean the war fund, to border security is it's a mangled mess, and we shouldn't do it. I'm very concerned because the Republicans have never gotten immigration right. That's just the fact of it. Um, there's not very much that. That's just the facts of it. Even though when Trump was president, there was only there was less than four hundred thousand people coming in a year, and now we have that much every month and a half. Oh yeah. It's always made a mess of it. This this woman, she has no freaking idea what she's talking about. Republicans get right in general. And so to basically say that issues of national security as it relates to how we're going to take care of our allies. Ukraine is not an ally. 
And there is not a single national security interest in the war in Ukraine. Putin is not going to take over Europe. Putin is not going to charge into NATO. Putin is not going to do that. He's taking the land he wants, which are the eastern provinces of Ukraine, where they are majority Russians for all intents and purposes. They are Russian. So let him be Russian. Half a million people have died. When is there enough blood spilt for you radical, extreme commie Democrats? Should be tied to this mangled immigration process is absolutely insane. I mean, when you look at somebody like Greg Abbott, my governor, and his solution, his solution is to basically say, hey, we're going to kill people that are trying to come in. Like, that's not a solution. Like, the Republicans don't have the solution. You hear what she said? Greg Abbott says, oh, we're going to kill people that are trying to come in. That's basically his solution. I mean, that's one solution, I guess. I don't think it's a good one, and that's certainly not what Greg Abbott is advocating. If people want to risk their lives crossing the crossing the Rio Grande and they happen to run into a buoy fence that has sharp objects on it or they choose to illegally enter the country through razor wire and injure themselves, that's their fucking fault. That's their fault. They want to continue to defund the aid that is going, not the aid, but they're continuing to defund um, border security. Well, I mean, who's going to sign up for this job and you're not paying worth anything? They're not paying worth it. Who's going to sign up for border security? You know what? A lot of people would if they were actually there to secure the border. They're not. The Republicans aren't defunding anything. They're saying no to Democratic proposals and requests for funding to increase processing to bring illegals into the country faster and to fly them about the country. They're not securing the border. Border security to Democrats does not mean the same thing. It does not mean security. It does not mean securing the border. I hope that everybody understands that, right? And here's Jay LaPaul saying that replacement theory is basically... You know, it's true. It's absolutely true. If uh, if if Democrats agree to the proposal by Republicans on the funding for border security, real border security, in exchange for Ukrainian aid, then there's going to be a lot of pushback because, because our coalition exists of migrants and people of color. Listen to this racist bullshit. And you, you think re- replacement... Theory is a theory. Think again. Backlash will you get from the left if he does agree to these changes? He's gonna. There's going to be a lot. We have to put together a coalition that is the same coalition we delivered in 2020 for him to win the White House, for us to win the Senate, and for us to take back the House. Mm-hmm. And that coalition involves a lot of young voters. It involves a lot of immigrant voters. It involves a lot of folks of color. Our, our coalition, in order to get elected and keep the White House, we're going to have to do what we did in 2020, where we have young people, immigrants, i.e. illegal aliens, and people of color, who you've done absolutely nothing for. I think they're starting to wake up, man. A lot of people of color are starting to turn toward Trump. More so, you guys are in deep, deep doo-doo. Meanwhile, at the border, this is what's going on at 
Eagle Pass yesterday. Take a live look at our Fox News drone over in Eagle Pass. They have had another mass illegal crossing out there. You can see hundreds upon hundreds of illegal immigrants waiting for processing there. You might be able to see a bridge off in the background. That is where the trains come in. Well, CBP has announced they are suspending railway operations to move CBP officers down into the field to help Border Patrol with processing. In other words, Harris, they're shutting down international commerce in order to help speed up processing of these migrants. Many of them, again, will be released and back out here live. Mm -hmm. December is traditionally one of the slowest months at our southern border, but uh, the Border Patrol Union tells us right now their numbers show they are on track to potentially have the highest single month of arrest they have ever had at our southern border. We'll December, usually a slow month, is going to be the highest month ever. And did you see they are shutting down commerce. They're shutting down a railway so that trains aren't going back and forth, blocking illegals from coming in so they can come across faster. And they're sending more Border Patrol agents down there to process people faster into the country. This is not by act. This has to be by design. This is not this is not uh, this is not by accident. Vivek was at America Fest this past weekend. Man, I wish I'd have been there. I really wish I'd have had. Uh, it, it just wasn't in the cards. And I wish it was. Next year, I'm going to make every effort to get there. It looked like a lot of fun, a lot of great speakers, a, a great, great networking opportunity that was missed for sure. And uh, and I'll get there. I'll get there next year. You know, maybe uh, maybe the show will continue to grow. Maybe I can get a couple of sponsors on board and it can actually pay for itself. Um, I need to get more active on my locals. But for now, you can check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. Make sure you do that. I'm on Twitter at nun report. So you can please follow me there. Please follow the rumble.com slash the nun report channel. And also I'm on all of the socials, of course, at the nun report, as you see down there on the bottom of your screen. So Vivek at Amfest this weekend, he he had he had a lot of things to say, man. He was fire. He was absolutely on fire. I, I look, say what you want about Vivek. Everyone who has tried to diss him and continue to repeat lies like DC Drano has since the very beginning is having to eat crow now. But DC, man, you got to eat a little bit more crow than you have. You've got to come out and say, I want to hear you say you were wrong. He uh, he met Vivek down there at AmFest and said he said what he had to say. I say what he you know what I had to say. We won't disagree on anything everything but you know except that we both agree that the deep state has to be taken out no matter what okay great do you still believe he's funded by soros dc drano do you still think that he's obama incarnate oh speaking of wouldn't the right be why wouldn't be happy and blessed and fortunate to have somebody a strong figure an articulate figure as charismatic a figure someone who appealed to younger people like obama did why would that be such a bad thing if we had a conservative america first obama why is that a bad thing hmm? i don't see it as a bad thing i see it as a very good thing let's make america invincible that's my new slogan m a i make america invincible Trump 24, Vivek 28 and 32. We'll see how that plays out. But Vivek uh, had a few things, a lot of powerful things to say down there at AmFest. We're going to cover quite a few of them here today. 
we'll see how we'll see how long this show goes. Uh, but this was Vivek uh, touching on the border, among other things. Check it out. And on the other side, we have this fringe minority who believes that your identity is based on your race, your gender, your sexuality. That if you're black, you're disadvantaged. That if you're white, you're privileged. Who believe that we have to stop burning carbon in this country, even as we shift those same carbon emissions to places like China. Who believe that maybe we can use our own military to protect somebody else's border and God knows where halfway around the world. But somehow if you use our own military to protect our own border, somehow that means you're racist or you're xenophobic or you're a bigot. And by the way, if you disagree with any of what I've just said, that automatically means that you're a homophobe or a transphobe or a racist or a climate denier at a point in our history where there's no greater damnation than to be called one of these things, which has created a new culture of fear in our country. And that is the other side of this war. I call this a war. I want you to understand this. I'm not using this word lightly. I call this a war because there's no middle ground here. You see, I'm debating tax rates on a given year. Fine, we can, we can have that debate. But there's no middle ground in this war. Either you believe in merit or you believe in group quotas. You cannot have both. Either you believe in free speech or you believe in censorship. You cannot have both. Either you believe in American exceptionalism or you believe in apologizing for who we are as a country. You cannot have both of those things at the same time. And I agree with him 100%. I mean, we've got to get back to American exceptionalism. And we are at war. There is no, make no mistake, we are at war. But I think it goes belong economics. It goes belong beyond american exceptionalism it goes beyond numbers and business and x's and o's and so does riley Gaines. she had this to say that's the how uh not to mention like i alluded to the locker room the silencing but more importantly is the why you know why why is this happening why are we all here in this room why do we so fiercely and so passionately care about defending our freedoms and when I ask myself the question of why, as a Christian, I can tell you why this is happening. And it's entirely spiritual warfare. Um, Paul warns us several times uh, throughout various chapters of the Bible, Acts and Romans. He tells us we will reach a point where bitter is seen as sweet and dark is seen as light and evil is seen as moral. And it's undeniable that that's not what we're seeing now. And that's not me saying that people who are struggling with gender dysphoria are evil. No, of course not, but deceit is evil. And manipulation is evil. And affirming lies and delusions, that's evil. Amen. Amen. They both kind of said the same thing, though, didn't they? They said it in different ways. And, um, and Riley took it in more of a spiritual direction, which I agree with. I believe that this is a battle of good and evil. I think it's more than right, left, red, blue. Left, right. I think I already said that, except I said right, left. Same, you know what I mean. Come on, man. The uh, evil is real. I believe that demons are real, and there is a ton of demonic activity happening right now. 
for the heart and souls of Americans. And uh, we've got, we cannot turn our back on God, man. If if this country, we, we got to hold the line. We've got to pray. We've got to spread the truth. We've got to talk the truth. We got to not be afraid of the truth. When did telling the truth become a bad thing? Truth. We should secure our border because we can't sustain the number of people that are coming across. Racist. Sky is blue. Or sky is sky is green. Grass is blue. There are certain things that are just true. They just are. And um, and you need to be bold about talking about it. Riley Gaines thinks so too. When you control language, you control everything, and that's very evident. Uh, through our media and our government and different things. Um, the premise of this, the premise of this issue and a lot of the cultural issues that we're seeing plague this country is that we're denying objective truth. The most basic of truths at that. When we deny man and woman, again, the essence of humanity, we're essentially denying that the sky is blue. We're being asked to say two plus two is five, and we're adhering. I don't believe the people in this room, of course, are adhering. But, but as a larger society, we are, even our leaders. Um, that's why this matters. And if you lay out the different pieces, like the denial of truth, like the breakdown of our freedoms, like the breakdown of family and the breakdown of our faith, the preying on vulnerable populations, the propaganda that's being spread throughout, again, mainstream media, the list goes on. If you lay all this out for what it is, and you just got to hear some of this, it points directly in the direction of cultural Marxism. Cultural Marxism. And she went on to talk about that. You know, I, I encourage you, I would encourage everybody to go uh, look up the full speeches of these people. Uh, Vivek had about 45 minutes. He used about 20 of it, about half of his time giving his speech. And then he did a Q&A with the audience for the second half. It was uh, very cool. And Vivek also spoke some truth. He, uh, again, kind of on the same page of Riley Gaines, coming from a different perspective and a little older, a little wiser, a little more well-seasoned. But they both speak the truth, and they both uh, are not afraid of it and, and understand that the truth, the truth is the way. Here's Vivek. We've been taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we forgot all of the ways we are the same as Americans. And that's what we've lost, and here's how we're going to get it back. It's going to be by all of us. It's not just me, not just anyone on this stage. It's going to be by all of us starting to speak the truth in the open again. We have a culture of fear in this country. Spread like an epidemic, fear of losing your job, fear of your kids getting a bad grade in school, fear of becoming an outcast in your own community. And that culture of fear has replaced our culture of free speech in America. And if you ask me, what is the best measure of our country's health? How are we doing? It's not the number of green pieces of paper in our bank account. It's not even the number of ballots we cast every November. 
It is the percentage of people who feel free to say what they actually think in public. Yes. Right now we're doing poorly. The only way we're going to do it is all of us. Yes. Freely speak your mind in public. Free speech is under attack. Even though it's completely legal to say things, you will be shamed, you will be ridiculed, you will be called a racist, a bigot, a xenophobe, a homophobe, a transphobe. If they don't like what you say. A racist. I mean, that, who wants to be, that's like, that's like one of the worst things that somebody could be called, and yet they use it, they've, they've worn it out. They use it so much that it's, it's cheapened the word to where it doesn't mean and it is not as abhorrent as it really is because they use it for everything. They use it for everything. One more from Riley Gaines. She says, be bold along the same lines as Vivek. Speak the truth. This was how she closed. So I want to encourage you guys. Be bold. Be courageous. Be willing to say the truth. I have people ask me all the time, and it cracks me up. You know, how do you find the courage? How are you so brave to be so young to do what you're doing? And I respond back with, easily. Uh, because I'm literally saying the most basic thing anyone could possibly ever say. Um, Which is that women are women. She went on to say that, you know, words mean things, and the left has a way of changing the terms or modifying definitions. One of the things she says is stop. People have gotten conditioned to say biological woman or biological female. She says, stop putting that word in front of it. It legitimizes what they're doing. It legitimizes their thinking. It's just a woman or a female. There's no word there's no reason to put biological in front of it. And I agree 100%. This show today, as I said at the top, yes, we bitched about the border a little bit. That's not a positive thing. But to a large extent, the message of the show is positive today because there are a lot of positive things to look forward to. And we do have strong leaders, young, strong leaders in Vivek Ramaswamy, in Riley Gaines, in Candace Owens, among others. The list does go on. I get contacted on a daily by somebody from a younger generation, Zs, that are encouraged by what they see, that watch the show, that get the America First message. You see, the youth want something that has meaning, something that is bigger than themselves, something they can grasp onto. The left just has pie-in-the-sky BS, nothing solid. If you pass the baton to the next generation, to the younger generations, if you give them truth, if you help them learn to know what they don't know, you will be surprised. Do not give up on the youth of this country. Do not give up on America. In fact, double down and commit yourself. Commit yourself 
to passing that baton of truth and freedom and faith to the younger generations. You know, uh, we're going to get to the weirdness part of the show. The Nun Report is about truth, freedom, and weirdness. You can find me on rumble.com slash the Nun Report. My website is thenunreport.com. You can go there, too, and link into all my socials. But uh, I, I enjoy the weirdness part of the show because it, it can be pretty weird sometimes. And this was uh, <laughs> this was one that um, I love this meme, C3 c3p memes i, I believe i'm gonna i'm gonna say it because their, their stuff is watermarked and i don't i don't take watermarks off this is theirs they create a lot of really cool stuff if you're not on twitter man if your world is facebook only please get over to x because the not and this is not a diss on you or anybody who uses facebook but there is a difference a higher quality of information and a higher quality of entertainment and less censorship that you will find on X. It's a completely different animal. I'll tell you. And it, it may not be for everybody. And it is hard to get used to if the only thing you've ever done is Facebook. But uh, but I encourage you to check it out if you haven't. And, and get more involved. If you have an account and you, it's just been sitting there dormant, get on there and do a little something with it. Uh, you're going to find some good stuff. Follow the right people. Look for the right content. And uh, you're going to get a lot more information, a lot more truth, and a lot less censorship than you do on Facebook. But uh, this is a funny one that I came across. I love these people. Check it. Check this out. This is funny. You know, there's been zero evidence. Zero evidence. You can ask me how can I, I mean, Obama be the hidden puppet master for this administration, but there's no evidence. There's, wait, wait, there's no evidence. There's no evidence that Obama is Joe's puppet master. There's none. Absolutely none. None. And that is just a fact. You can't say that it looks like my hair is the dirty mop the janitor is looking for. You can't say that it looks like I lazily slapped on some of Big Mike's lipstick and horrific eyeshadow. Don't even look that close. That's a waste of time. <laughs> C3P memes. Check them out, man. They're, they're, they put out some great stuff. A lot of good original content from them. Uh, I wish that was that quick-witted. Man, but between uh, prepping for this show and delivering the show, doing the edits and all of that, it, it's really hard to do. Vivek, when he opened up at AmFest, well, he didn't open at AmFest, but when he, when his, the opening of his speech, this came at the very top of it. And, you know, the, I'm going to show you also something a little bit later about Vivek. And I'm going to get on Vivek here for a little bit because I think it's important for people to be exposed to something other than the lies that are out there. Oh, he's funded by Soros, which is untrue. Go to episode 273. Go to rumble.com slash and then report. Check out episode 273. I did an entire deep dive and episode on the whole Soros bullshit. Okay. So if you want to check it out, it's episode 273. Uh, who is Vivek Ramaswamy and is there a Soros connection? But, uh, I've read his books. I like the guy. He's the real deal. And if you are so close-minded that you can't live in a in a dual uh, zone where you can support Trump but still dig D Vivek, then I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that your mind can't multitask like that. 
but uh, but check it out. I, I wish you I wish you would check it out. Um, this was great. He basically told, well, I, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna give it up. I'm just gonna let you watch it. Check it out. We demand a government that tells us the truth again in this country. That's what we require. We can handle the truth. That's what it means to be a citizen of this country. <laughs> so I say that on that last debate stage to a bunch of Republicans that are shaking in their boots. These are the things you're not supposed to say in the Republican Party even today. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of we demand a government that tells us the truth again in this country. That's what we require. We can. Okay, that was a uh, technical glitch on my part. I, I apologize. Man, I got too many buttons I'm pushing up here. Uh, okay, I'm going to start this clip over, and then I'm going to back away from the keyboard, Dan. Back away from the keyboard and the mouse, and just let it play Sorry about that. Um, if you're if you're just listening on on uh, audio, you, you'd you'd have to see what happened uh, uh, visually in on the video there to uh, to get what I'm talking about. But anyway, bam, here it is. We demand a government that tells us the truth again in this country. That's what we require. We can handle the truth. That's what it means to be a citizen of this country. <laughs> so I say that on that last debate stage to a bunch of Republicans that are shaking in their boots. These are the things you're not supposed to say in the Republican Party even today. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> At a certain point, just shut the fuck up. Van Jones at CNN. STFU, man. <laughs> we've got, we've got, uh, I mean, these are business people, right? I mean, you've got Elon Musk telling people to go fuck themselves. You've got Vivek Ramaswamy telling people to shut the fuck up. These guys, <laughs> they don't need your approval, man. They're not trying to win any, 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 uh, popularity contest, man. They've got it all. Elon didn't buy Twitter because he's trying to make money. He bought it to, try to expose part of the swamp and to bring free speech to a social platform. Vivek is not running for president because he needs more money or because he needs more ego. He's plenty. He's plenty, plenty confident. He doesn't need an ego boost. And uh, and I love it. It makes him real. It makes him outsiders. Trump, same thing. Same exact thing. It's a different attitude. It's a different vibe. It's a different feeling. And I love it. I love it. If you don't like what Vivek has to say, or worse, you just don't like how he says what he says, look inward a little bit. That's all I would say. Because he doesn't, 
oh, and then, oh, the, well, the people say, oh, but he flips, he's flip-flop, he said this, and now he says that. Yes, that is what critical thinking people do when they receive new information. Is they're able to modify their positions, sometimes even change their positions when presented with new information. So take that weak sauce argument and, well, GFY, right? I mean, or as a, what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Is that clear? All right, I hope that's clear. So um, that, that's what you can go do if you can't open your mind up a little bit to take in uh, new information and, and change your mind and, and understand that's what, that's what smart people do. That's what people with more than two brain cells do. Here's Vivek on, on voting. Check it out. What does it mean to be American? It means we have elections we can trust and believe in. Single-day voting on Election Day as a national holiday with paper ballots, government-issued ID to match the voter file, and English as the sole language that appears on a ballot in this country. That is not controversial. That is common sense. That is what it means to be a citizen of this nation. He's absolutely right. That's not critical. And, and, all right. All right. Uh, who, who doesn't agree with that? Does, does anybody who watches this show not agree with what he just said? Anybody? Let me know. Here's another little clip from the same thing. And then only one more of a fake after this. It's on a different note. Uh, but this is the last clip from AmFest. And, uh, and and I I love this because again on the positive uh, side on the on the the fact that he's a strong believer that America is uh, like an adolescent that yes we're going through some challenging times right now but that our best days are still ahead of us. Think of your own life. Think of the chaos. Many of us, maybe not all of us, many of us think of the changes in the chaos that we had during our adolescent years, the struggles, both, both physically, emotionally, uh, socially. And so he, he likens the United States to that on where we're at right now, not in this clip, but he, he has in the past as look at America as it being an adolescent being going through that that time and we're not taking hormone blockers to stop it all right we're going to go through it we're going to come out the other side and our best days are ahead of us it's going to be challenging but it's truth i believe it like dan bongino i'm long on america so is Vivek Ramaswamy. Check this. It means that we, the people, create a government that is accountable to us, not the other way around. That the people who we elect to run the government ought to be the ones who actually run the government, not the shadow government and the three-letter agencies that run the show today. So whoever your next president is, if I'm your next president, those people can't report. If I can't work for you all for more than eight years, which I think is a good thing, in this country, then neither should any of those federal bureaucrats reporting into me either. Eight-year term limits for the bureaucracy 
instead of those civil service protections. We're done with it. 75% mass firing of every federal bureaucrat. Shut down government agencies that should no longer exist. From the failed Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, to the ATF, to the CDC, to the U.S. Department of Education. We're getting in there and we will shut it down. That is how you revive the integrity of a republic. Okay. I'm in. I'm with you, brother. I'm in. Check this. And imagine this. Look, Vivek is, he's, he's not a vice president. Keep that out of your mind. He is, this, Vivek is not a follower. He's not a number two. He's not a placeholder. So any, anybody thinking, oh, Vivek should be Trump's vice president. No, 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 no. Come on. Get that crazy notion out of your mind. It's not going to happen. Vivek is more than that. Vivek and, 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 and any position he receives in the Trump administration, which I, I believe, I hope he does, and I think he will, needs to reflect that fact. He's no number two, okay? I think he can come in as a czar. You know, imagine Trump in 24, Vivek Ramaswamy coming into the administration as a czar, the demolition man, and come in and do exactly what he just talked about, demolish and remove 75% of the bureaucracy this in D.C., get rid of the FBI, get rid of the CDC, get rid of the Department of Education. Fire 75% of all bureaucratic employees. He could be called the demo man. He can come in and clean house. He can do it with obviously very closely working with Trump behind the scenes and be involved in that process and see how Trump works. Learn the swamp. Learn how the White House works. Learn how it all spins. And then in 2028, Vivek would be great. It even, I mean, Vivek in 28, it even sounds good. It rhymes, right? It's meant to be. So that's what I'm hoping happens. I would like to see Donald Trump be elected in 2024, bring Vivek into the cabinet as the demolition man to do exactly what he wants to do as far as getting rid of the bureaucracy and then assume the presidency by election, of course. Come on now. Let's not get crazy. In 28 and 32, 12 years of America first presidents make America invincible. I would add one other thing that Vivek Ramaswamy said he didn't, it uh, might have been not too long after that, but that it's going to be very hard. Term limits for Congress is what we need. We need to have term limits for Congress. But the fact is, you are not going to get Congress to vote themselves out of a job. You have people getting, who have become very powerful, very self-entitled, very wealthy from their positions. It sucks. It's crooked. It's it's slimy as hell. But it is what it is. Okay? So, uh, you know, focus on the things you can change. And forget about those that you can't. The serenity prayer in its basic form. 
his proposal is, is to grandfather every, this is how you get term limits passed for Congress. Grandfather everybody who's currently in office. They can get reelected as many times as they can. But anybody elected from the time the law goes into effect for term limits forward is restricted to those term limits. And yes, it's going to take several cycles to weed out all the dinosaurs with that method. But in the process, imagine all the fresh thoughts, the fresh minds, the fresh air, the fresh attitudes before they get corrupted. Combine that with demolishing the bureaucracy and man, you would make America invincible. I'm going to show one more clip with Vivek Ramaswamy. We might go over today. I thought it was going to be a short show and I've talked more than I thought I would. I had a lot of video content trying to take it easy on my voice, but you know, once it got warmed up, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. There may or may not be whiskey in this cup. Soothes the throat a little bit. Soothes the throat a little bit. But uh, this next clip is not so much about the content of the clip and what he's talking about. This is at a small uh, town hall meeting. By the way, he's done 40 events. 40 events in Iowa uh, just in the last week. Just in the last week. Crazy, crazy. But uh, pay attention to his interaction with his family. This man, he is a good dude. And his family, they have got it going on. I, I, I don't know how they hold it together. They are both high-driven type A personalities. And they do every single thing that they attempt to do to the best of their ability. They're super high achievers. And that includes raising their family. If you see Vivek on the campaign trail, oftentimes he has his son with him. And this is uh, a little clip. His wife and his younger uh, kid are there in the video. But just watch how smooth this interaction is between the family all while he's giving a talk at a campaign event. Watch this. Thank you. Young man in the back right there. Right there. Root beer float. Root beer float. Uh, thanks. How do I feel about it? It's a great question. It's going to be what affects your generation. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm proud of you for coming 11. on a Saturday afternoon. How do you feel about AI? Let me ask you that question. Watch the vague. The kids are getting a little antsy. That's, a, that's Watch a, his dad. an honest, insane response. So I'll tell you about AI, okay? First of all, not to take a partisan dig here, but I don't think the person who's charged with AI policy in this country... Kamala Harris uh, knows much about AI. I think she can't spell it, if you, had, if you had asked me. So I think that we need some competence, at least, in addressing it. So I'll tell you a funny story about AI. We'll take it outside of politics. Now, this is not for you. Oh, that was my mistake. All right, maybe the ice cream. What do you say? Should we give him a bite? He didn't want I did. He wants more. Nice. <laughs> So I'll tell, we'll take it outside of politics, then I'll bring it back in to see what's going on with AI. Anybody here a tennis fan? Yeah. I like to watch tennis. So my first job was actually as a ball boy. At a and that clip's about five minutes long, so I'm not going to continue it. 
Um, but you see the interaction there between his wife, uh, his, his child, and finally they got rid of the ice cream to get it completely out of the picture so it wasn't a distraction. But it all happened very smoothly, very naturally, uh, very lovingly, in fact. And uh, I, I, you can almost, I mean, to me anyway, when I see that, I'm like going, this is a strong family unit. This is a strong uh, marriage and partnership that they have. And, um, and, and it, it's good to see. I hope I hope to see much of Vivek Ramaswamy going forward. And, uh, and I think that we will. All right, shifting gears, we're going to go on to uh, Putin. Putin, of course, because Russia, 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 because that's all the friggin' Democrats seem to be able to focus on is Russia, Russia, Russia. Meanwhile, China, China, China is eating our dinner. It's it's unbelievable. You got you've got Chinese CCP uh, operatives coming across our open southern border. They're flooding the United States with fentanyl to the tune of of a hundred thousand deaths every fourteen months. They 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 control our pharmaceutical market. They're buying up farmland all across the country, and the only thing. The Democrats, the extreme commie Democrats can talk about or obsess about is Russia and Putin and send money to Ukraine because if not, Putin's going to charge across Europe. You know what? He Even if he did charge across Europe, we've got China right fucking here. Oh, they don't have boots on the ground. But make no mistake, they are buying America. And we need to get our dependence away from China. Our dependency on China, we need to take it away. And we need to do it on our terms. Because if we don't do it on our terms and do it soon, then it's only a matter of time before it's done on their terms. Russia is not a good guy. Putin is not a good guy. But I'm telling you, that is not our most immediate concern. That is not our highest national security interest. There is no U.S. national security interest in Ukraine. And of course, they want to try to still try to tie Trump. Seven years now, they're trying to try tie Trump to Russia and Putin. CNN and Jake Trapper. <laughs> they're doing it again. Check this out. Hello, I'm Jake Tapper in Washington, where the state of our union is frankly stunned watching the leading Republican presidential candidate, Donald Trump, quote one of our nation's foremost adversaries, Vladimir Putin, as a sort of character witness. A character witness? This guy, all right, first of all, Jake Tapper is one of the biggest freaking hacks there is out there. And CNN, speaking of CNN, man, we're going to talk about that in a minute. I forgot. I've got a ton of material, man. I might this show might go on for an hour and a half. Who knows, man? As long as you'll stay stay listen, I'll stay talking. Anyway. All on the stump in New Hampshire last night. Vladimir Putin of Russia says that Biden's and this is a quote, politically motivated persecution of his political rival is very good for Russia because it shows the rottenness of the American political system which cannot pretend to teach others about democracy. One might think such a... 
he's absolutely right and putin is right and he took it and tapper here is trying to take it completely out of context because he's an absolute freaking media hack and a very useful idiot to the left but uh i'm going to give it to you in context exactly what putin said but first let's uh, let's let's finish listening to this nimrod point need not be made but Vladimir Putin, a former KGB official with blood on his hands, who regularly sides with American adversaries, both rhetorically and with arms, and who right now has at least two Americans, Evan Gershkovich and Paul Whelan, unjustly detained. Vladimir Putin... Okay, no one is saying that Vladimir Putin is a good guy. All right, I'm not. There's no conservative out there that is. Donald Trump certainly is not. But that son of a bitch, Tapper... That's a useful idiot trying to make some sort of connection. Oh, Trump is quoting Vladimir Putin. Well, Putin was right. And the point that he was trying to make was this. If you're just listening, obviously, here's here's the actual clip that Trump is referring to. If you're just uh, listening, I'm going to go ahead and uh, read the captions here so that you know what what Putin was saying because obviously he's talking in Russian and I don't, as far as I know most of us don't don't speak Russian so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read over this if you're on the video sorry but this is well you can't speak Russian either but you can read the you can read the captions people listening on the podcast or radio cannot so here we go as for the prosecution of Trump for us what is all right hang on you know uh you can hit up the volume level on that just a little bit. Okay, as for the prosecution of Trump, for us, what is happening in today's conditions, in my opinion, is good. Why? Because it shows the rottenness of the American political system, which cannot pretend to teach others about democracy. Everything that is happening with Trump is in the persecution of a political rival for political reasons. That's what it is. And this is being done in front of the U.S. and the whole world. They simply expose their internal problems. And he's right. The rest of the world looks at what's going on and what is being done to Donald Trump is plainly and obviously a political persecution and a political attack, an ultimate, I mean, short of assassination, this is probably the ultimate political attack ever taken against a political opponent in the United States of America. One would say the ultimate was probably JFK. But that's another topic and another show altogether. Trump, these people will stop at nothing to keep him out of the White House. And that scares me. It concerns me for his safety. They've said very clearly, he cannot get back in the White House. He will not get back in the White House. We must do everything we possibly can to keep him out of the White House. What does that mean? Well, let's go back to the top of the hour. Or maybe that wasn't, that wasn't, no, that, never mind. That wasn't on this show. <laughs> I get my social media activity in this show mixed up sometimes. They kind of meld together. But the morality, if you're, the Democrats, if they're doing anything for a just cause, they, for a moral purpose, then it's justified. They, 
do that by changing the definition of morality, by moving the line of morality, or by eliminating the line altogether. And then whatever they do is justified. If they say Trump must be kept out of office at any cost, I believe them. When they say at any cost, at any price, no matter what, by any method, believe them. But the rest of the world is looking on and they're seeing it for what it quite obviously is. The takedown of a political opponent for political purposes. Putin is absolutely right. And I see nothing wrong with Trump quoting him. Trump will be the nominee for the Republican Party in 2024. And I stand firmly, firmly behind Donald Trump. Don't get me wrong when I talk about Vivek. I hope I've made that clear. And I hope that you can live with that. If you can't, this show is not for you. If you can't live with the fact that I support Donald Trump, but also dig Vivek, then this isn't the show for you. Bye. Trump had quite the weekend, so he started off his weekend in New Hampshire. (laughs) To this, I mean, man, so huge crowd. I mean, New Hampshire is not a big state. You don't get big crowds there. And, um, and this was the crowd for him there. He, he continued on to Vegas for the, uh, for the fight, UFC fight. And, uh, and then he went on to Reno for a record-setting attendance event, event there. So he started in New Hampshire. You see all those, all those, when you see people on the social medias, you know, taking pictures, oh, look, here's a picture of a Trump rally. Look at all those empty seats. That's before he even comes on. <laughs> look at all these empty seats. Yeah, people are still coming in. Can't even start speaking yet. Shut up. As uh, I'm going to have to do a clip of, uh, of Vivek doing the uh, shut the F up because that's going to be a good one to add into the arsenal here to to pop out once in a while. And, uh, and then he went to the UFC fight in Vegas. Now, this, there's another uh, little side story to this. There was a uh, some influencer or rapper dude who thought he was going to go in and give Trump a piece of his mind. And uh, he, he put that out on social media. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to go up to Trump, and I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And... Uh, <laughs> He got to the he got to the arena, and uh, he was not allowed in. This is, he's a big celebrity, big name. Well, Dana White, what did you think you were going to do? You're going Dana White and Trump are, are they're tight, they're tight, man. You thought you were just going to go threaten to go up and get in Trump's face, and that that word wasn't going to get back to Dana White, and you might get banned from entering the. He couldn't believe it. What what happened? Why am I banned? Why am I? Well, because you're a fucking idiot. Because you're an idiot. This was Trump arriving in Vegas at the fight. Check it out. He's a fucking rock star. Rock star. American badass is playing in the background as he enters. 
You know the Secret Service hates that stuff when he does this stuff, right? Man, they've got to. They've got to. That I mean, because that's that's pretty high. Yeah, there's a lot going on at that event. Um, this guy didn't like. This guy doesn't like Trump all that much. I don't know what this dude's problem is. Ugh, Trump just arrived at the UFC 296 because he loves Colby Covington and Leon Edwards. I hope is going to smash his face in. Because I can't stand Colby Covington, and I can't stand Donald Trump. And the one thing I hate about the UFC is that he ruins it every time he shows up. I mean, come on, Dana White. You got to do better. Really? Really? <laughs> oh, man. Of course, I wasn't a dude. That was uh, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Come on, Dana White, do better. Because I hate Trump. I've got TDS bad. Talk about free rent, man. Free rent in your head. Oh my gosh! All right, man. We got to we got to start wrap, start thinking about wrapping this up. But um, here and then. So after after he did the UFC fight in Vegas, uh, Trump went on to Reno because why not? I mean, it's close by. May as well schedule an event there too. And this is what this is what happened. A record setting crowd at the convention center. Check out. Look, <laughs> here's not another candidate to draw across. There's no enthusiasm. I guess if somebody's popular and a lot of people go out to see him, you're in a cult. Whatever. I'm going to end it right there because I, I have a few more clips that I was going to talk about and one other topic I wanted to touch on. But we're over an hour now. And in the spirit of the show, I want to end it on a positive note. And what could be more positive than that massive crowd of true American patriots, people who believe that making America great again is not a bad thing. Like the unlike the Democrats, so uh, so we're gonna we're gonna end it right there. You know, I uh, I enjoyed today, and and I hope that you did too. Uh, please check me out on Rumble.com 
slash the nun report. Subscribe. It's free. I shouldn't use that term, subscribe. Follow. It's free. And if you're not on Rumble, you ought to be. There's a lot of cool stuff there. It's not just podcasts and politics. You can search pets. You can search cooking. You can search whatever it is that floats your boat. It's there on Rumble. Maybe not in the same quantities as YouTube, but so what? So what? Rumble.com slash The Nun Report. I'm on all the socials at The Nun Report, except for Twitter, because there I am at Nun Report, just like this. You're going to put it up right there. X, I'm on at Nun Report, because I couldn't get the there. Everywhere else, I am at The Nun Report, or just go to my website, thenunreport.com, and you can hit everything, one stop, one shop, and click in right there, okay? Um, If you're just, you know, I guess that's it. (laughs) I guess I'm done, man. Anyway, hey, uh, thanks again for watching, and as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.